Hi, I'm Kayla from The Ivory Mix. And I'm Crystal from Crystal Care Creative Studios. And together we bring you the Creative Boss Method podcast. And we've developed this podcast through our struggles, successes, and business lessons to help you drive more meaningful action and sustainable growth in your business. If you are ready to build, scale, and expand your business, friend, you are in the right place. Hey guys, well, thanks for joining us this week. We are diving specifically into four mistakes to avoid while building your business. Um, So let's tell a story of a beautiful branding um, that has consumed us all. There's, there's so many, you know, different brands out there right now that are beautiful and just so, you know, amazing to stop and look at through your scroll and Instagram or even in Pinterest. Um, Most businesses stall, you know, launching their business and putting off developing some of the real key pieces of their actual offers while they invest so much money and time in the branding and the website and even their logo. So branding has got us so consumed and wrapped around its little finger that those are the things we're focused on first um, versus the other actual key pieces of your business and what you're having to offer. It's a common mistake that um, we believe has got to come to an end in episode specifically about it so that we could point out a few of the things that we feel like are really important. Um, and today, you know, we want to help all of the creative bosses finally break up with their time-consuming branding needs and desires and get you focused on the four really important mistakes to avoid while building your business for success. Yeah, so the reason this is really important is because As creative bosses ourselves, Crystal and I both are creative bosses, we've actively worked in branding and photography space, and we've heard it time and time again from our um, fellow creatives, you know, like, I'm waiting to launch until my branding is done, or I'm working on my website first or my brand first, and then I'll launch my product or my offer. And the thing is that this thinking could be a serious setback and launching a ton of missed opportunities, especially if you're spending thousands of dollars before actually making a single sale. So um, let's dive in to the four mistakes to avoid before spending all of your time branding your business. So the first mistake, uh, you haven't validated your big idea or your big offer yet. So what this would be is what you're going to bring to the market, what offer, what product, what service do you have and validating that with your ideal client. So instead of trying to perfect your brand or create the best looking website, it would be a better idea to commit to growing an email list of a hundred active raving ideal clients so that you can validate that, that offer. And so that Um, you get a list of ideal clients who will happily pay for what you have to offer in your lead magnet, except you're offering it for free and validating that you know what you're talking about, that you're an authority, and you're also giving away this massive amount of value and growing your email list of active subscribers and active email (laughs) email subscribers. So um, this is exactly what I did in my business when I started Ivory Mix. So if you don't know my business, um, I have ivorymix.com. It's a stock photography website. So what I did was I started offering free stock photos in the very beginning. I had a 
uh, idea or a glimmer in my eye of <laughs> what I wanted to offer, but I didn't put it to s out to sell right away. Instead, I approached um, other creative business owners with an opportunity to sign up for my email list in exchange for free stock photos. So I knew that giving away extremely valuable free content would allow me to ask my audience for feedback, testimonials, and to sort of reciprocate me giving them free content by sharing it with their following. And so this took, of course, a little initial time investment on my part, but it's ultimately what grew my brand and my business. So showing up to, to grow that audience with a, a epic sort of big lead magnet is really what helped grow my business. So, um, do you want to talk about the second oh, right. mistake? You said epic. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, so the second mistake, um, is that you're, you're not spending the necessary time getting to know your ideal client, um, and, and really just see kind of what they think and what their take is on this offer and this idea that you have. Um, you don't know exactly, you know, what they're struggling with or like what stops them from taking action um, or even just, you know, what's happening and talking about in their own lives and how they think things through. A lot of the things that are going to help you uh, make sure that you have the right links in the chain when it comes to creating your offer and actually getting people to convert to sales. Because if you spend tons of time and money on all of these, um, you know, branding aspects, but you haven't stopped to actually think about how, you know, this particular customer or ideal client is going to think and process things and the things that they're going to need to hear from you to know that this is the solution, you're going to have breaks in that chain that's going to not get you to what you need. And that's ultimately being able to make money in your business. So instead of spending hours upon hours developing a visual brand, um, you know, use that as, you know, time to get your brand message right and to get those keywords and the things that your ideal client really needs to hear and connect with um, on point so that you can provide those solutions and address those, um, you know, frequently asked questions and things that are going to come up and be common problems that you have a solution for. Right. So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it kind of goes to, you know, trying and practicing it out, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You definitely want to try out and practice with your content. So when we talk about showing up on social media or creating um, blog posts, all of that brand messaging and all of your um, keywords and all the things that are buzz topics for your ideal client are things you're going to naturally want to put into your content. And so it's up to you to practice um what things resonate with your audience and also listen. And so um, take the time to create your brand message and create that content. Maybe test something out for a week or up to 30 days and see how it resonates, if it gets engagement, if it grows your email list, and um, if people are really attracted to that message. No, you don't have to wait an entire month before you launch something for sale necessarily, but focusing, of course, on that messaging first before you spend an entire month working on a website, right? <laughs> I think <laughs> I think a sales page and things like that with the right message, of course, is the right place to focus on, but um, you can work on your content and your message for social media as well before you start, you know, really trying to build this 
you know, big brand that costs you $10,000 to launch, you know? Um, and so, <laughs> um, I was curious, Crystal, can you think of an example where a survey or a poll impacted your business and how that sort of transformed any messages that you have in your business? Absolutely. Um, I love polls. So this is <laughs> um, a great thing for me to get to say because I have used polls and two pivotal points of my business when I was kind of niching down and deciding what to do. And I only just recently in like the last year invested in actually doing some branding. And I think a lot of the bigger businesses that we see, they're starting to grow and get a lot of traction are kind of doing the same thing. But I used a poll in my business at two different points when I knew I felt a shift in what um, my client base was wanting, what people were asking of me and saw that it seemed like there were a little bit of disconnect with what I was putting out there, but what people were actually requesting and needing or what their problems were. And so at both those points in my, I guess you could say my, my career and my business, <laughs> um, I stopped and did a poll because I wanted to just fine tune the things that were going on so that they could be realigned. And as I found um, over the years, as things grew, I found that people were wanting product photos. They wanted more of a custom process. They wanted more content direction and development. They wanted, you know, strategy. They wanted more of these things that I kind of had been doing a little bit here and there, but never really drove home. And so I was able to use that poll to really hear where their problems were and what solutions I could provide them. But then also being able to use that poll as an opportunity, like you were saying, to build out um, content and to build out, you know, something as a resource that I could constantly go back to when I'm wanting to know what kind of blogs to be putting out there and what kind of behind the scenes and things could I show to help people who are still DIY and, um, you know, all of those kinds of things. So I've used polls in many different aspects of my business and feel like they're a super important and easy way to get as much information as you can absorb and use across your business in multiple different aspects. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's so important whether you have a business that you've been running for a year or a few years or if you're just brand new because to be honest when I started my quote-unquote business it wasn't a business at all it was just like <laughs> literally me trying to figure out what I could do utilizing my skill set that people would um the people that I wanted to work with every day, the types of creative mm -hmm. people, what they would be interested in. And literally the only way that I could think of to get people to give me that feedback was to offer them something in exchange. So I know that there's going to be people listening to this going, I don't even have an audience yet. I don't have a <laughs> customer list. How do I pull people if I don't know people. And what I did was I went into Facebook groups of people who were like-minded, who had blog posts or blogs at the time, because that's really what my quote-unquote business was. It was just like a blog. And um, I asked around and I asked people if they wanted, you know, a copy of my free stock photos. And then once they got into my free stock photos, I would offer, hey, I would love to do something custom for you. In exchange, would you provide me some feedback? Not only give, giving me testimonials, but also lets me know what they were looking for through the process of creating something custom for them. So I started to learn more about my actual ideal audience and ideal client by working for them. Granted, I did it for free, but I learned <laughs> I learned so much in the process, which is like invaluable. You know what I mean? Like if you could Absolutely. if you could learn everything about your ideal client, 
and um, pay a hundred dollars to do that, would you do it? If it if you know if you knew that it would give you everything you needed to build a brand and a business that would be successful, you probably would do it. So why wouldn't you offer an hour of your time? to get the same results, you know? So that's kind of like where you start. You start with free information, attracting the people that you want to talk to, and then you talk to them, <laughs> yep. you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get out there and connect with them. I mean, I used to speak into, you know, people's, um, you know, DMs, or I would just pinpoint and reach out to them directly and say, Hey, you know what? Um, cause at the time I was just doing business portraits and headshots, you know, kind of same thing. I was just tiptoeing around trying to figure out exactly what I wanted my business to be and how it was going to work. And, you know, and I had a lot of people in the business community that I knew. And so I just would email them and might solve the problem, get you the photos and things that you need. Um, here's the pricing and stuff I'm looking at. And so I just need you to give me as much feedback about it and just talk to me through the process so I can hear the things that are going on. And I would just make notes, you know, they're, they're asking me about outfits they're asking me about um, strategy and like how they're going to use their photos afterwards. So they can have a pretty feed and like all these other things. And so I would just make note of all of these things that were going on throughout the whole process at the end of the shoot so that I could absorb it all and take it and use it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so it's, it's a missed opportunity if you're spending your first couple of months in business, not doing this. Instead, you're working Absolutely. on your website, you're working on your branding, but you're not actually getting out there talking to people. So <laughs> it's just not a good, smart use of your time if you genuinely want to have a, a successful launch or a successful business. People don't necessarily care as much about what your logo looks like as long as you have high quality offering that's going to get them results, you know? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so let's move on from that. That was like a big, big topic. But the third mistake, and remember we have four, the third mistake is that you don't have a good understanding of your ideal client's immediate needs and what simple offer will actually sell. And um, if it's needed, if it's simple, and if you've demonstrated proof and benefits, it genuinely will sell. So if your ideal, if you know what your ideal client needs, and if you've put together some sort of simple thing and you've demonstrated that you can do the work, it's going to sell because a brand is only there to support your actual goals. So you don't want to waste your time like we keep saying, working on that brand first, you want to develop that simple offer that's going to sell. So instead of using your precious time branding, start focusing on developing your perfect product offer that solves a very clear problem. And if it's selling out, then you can start developing a bigger brand, just like Crystal. Crystal said she didn't really start working <laughs> on branding her business this year. That's because she developed a service that works and she had testimonials and clients and money coming in. So it's like now it makes sense to invest in something that I want to build bigger and better. Um, is there anything you want to add to that? <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you don't have that, to. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel like it covered it. And I think it kind of just, you know, leads us straight into the fourth mistake. And that's that, you know, you don't have a, you don't have um, a plan to turn, you know, current customers into repeat customers or advocates for your business. And I think that's where, um, you know, there was a pivotal point in my business when I was, you know, hitting the pavement and, you know, reaching out to friends and 
trying to get, you know, shoots and stuff done and getting those testimonials and finding out what people are really wanting, um, you don't get a chance to do that. And we call that the, the customer journey. And that's establishing, you know, what is, you know, really solving all of their problems and then turning around, giving them a great experience, giving them exactly what it is that they're needing and asking for, um, giving them that solution and then letting them then run and tell everybody else that this was exactly what they needed. And that's what really lifted my business off the ground and just watched it skyrocket the first full year that I was able to get everything fine-tuned in my offer um, was that I was able to answer all their questions and then they were immediately going around and just you know telling all their friends and I was able to you know then start getting clients and customers and people that were calling me going hey I was referred by so and so um, I didn't get a chance to look at your website but I know that you're going to have exactly what it is that I need and let's let's do this let's book and so um, it was nice to do that and establish that customer journey. Yeah because I and I think if someone's sitting there thinking, I I have this business idea, I I've been working on my brand, all of this is really resonating me with me, but I don't understand what a customer journey is and why it's important because I haven't had a single customer yet. I want to kind of give an example. So let's say you have a great offer that actually sells. Okay, like you've gone through the process of creating an offer and it actually is selling. Now you do what Crystal did and you think okay it's time to update my website get a new logo with a new brand that's great but what we're saying is before you get started doing that it's important to ask if you have systems in place to turn those customers and those offers that you've been selling out into repeat customers how do you turn a customer that's been coming to you for business and turn them into a loyal a customer that's an advocate for your business. That's what we're saying. So if you're not getting your customers to share your products with their friends yet, or if you're struggling to get repeat clients, then skip that rebrand, skip starting a new website with a new logo, you know, and that's focus, so <laughs> focus instead on that customer journey and make sure that you have the systems in place to get people coming back for when you launch a new offer or when you have more spots available on your calendar or um, when you do that collaboration, make sure that people are satisfied that your customer ex experience um, is, is like, fine-tuned before you go and fix your your website and I just looked this up today for the podcast but um according to Forbes companies with a customer experience mindset drive revenue four to eight percent higher than their competitors so if that doesn't tell you that rebranding first before working on your customer journey, then, you know, I don't <laughs> know what easy. does. But <laughs> um, So look at each step of your customer experience from their initial awareness of your business. So like, you know, what they see and interact with on social media and on your website through advocacy, through how are you getting them to share your content? How are you getting them to um, share your, your offer with their friends? Is there a rewards program? Is there an affiliate program? See where you can improve to make more sales and to make repeat sales. Um, and then ask yourself how your clients feel when they interact with you. So do you have a template for customer service? 
You know, do you have email templates that you use? What would improve your customer's experience so that they be more willing to write a review for you or buy from you again or maybe share their products with their friends? So branding is is more than colors, fonts, and video intros. It's more than just your website. It's more than even just copywriting and more than the things that we've talked about. It's everything together. Um, your brand is 90% customer service, 90%. So it goes back to what we were just talking about. Customer experience really drives revenue up for creative businesses and all businesses. <laughs> uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. What others say about you, all of your customers, even your, <laughs> even your people who are potential customers, everything that they say about you equals your brand. So your brand the stuff they say behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> so focus on customer service and great customer experiences and make sure that what others say about you matches how you want them to feel. So there you have it. Four, <laughs> four really simple, really important mistakes to avoid while building your business for success. So by now you probably see the importance of skipping some steps and getting right to the strategies to build your business and your offers. Yeah. And we're not trying to be, you know, Debbie Downers. Like we understand <laughs> having beautiful brand and all of those things. Like I said, I invested in doing that last year, but let me just say, I've been in business for five years. So let that settle in for like a second. I've been in business <laughs> for five years before I decided to go crazy. And even then I didn't go too nuts. You know, it was still reasonable, but um, it, we're, we're saying just make sure that you're focused on the right things first and then let the brand and everything else come naturally. Um, don't work it backwards and get overwhelmed by the fact that everything is so visual and so brand centric right now and everyone's messaging. Um, we just want to make sure we drive that home for you. That's all. Yeah. Uh, but next week, you know what, we're getting ready to do something super exciting. And so I want to just wrap up this episode to you know tell you a little bit about it. And that's it. Next week, we're launching a new three-step challenge to help you create the offer that you need that sells. Um, and so we'll be laying down the foundations of how to create an epic offer. So we want you to join us. We want to make sure that you're there for that. Um, we've created this because we know with these three steps, like you're going to start kicking some butt and start seeing the results that you're looking for. Um, and you can join us by head over to thecreativebossmethod.com slash challenge. So it's creativebossmethod.com slash challenge. And I'll make sure that we have that in the notes as well as the blog. So if you want to go click that link, make sure you're on the list so that you can join that challenge because we want to make sure that you are fine tuning the right things in your business. Make sure to visit us over on Instagram already at the creative boss method. And we will see you guys again next week. See ya.